Welcome to She Matters. This podcast is for the Black single mom who may be struggling in her relationship with a significant other, family member, or close friend. I am your host, Leslie Davis, a licensed clinical professional counselor in the states of Illinois and Missouri. I'm also a Black single mom in America, and I welcome you on this journey to developing healthy attachments. In the show notes, you will find a link to complete an attachment style quiz that will give you better insight into your own attachment style. The show notes will also provide a link to Therapy for Black Girls, which provides a directory of Black therapists who provide counseling services for Black women. If you need financial assistance for therapy, check out the link for the Loveland Foundation. Although this speaks to the Black single mom experience, the information provided is relevant for all single moms. So don't hesitate to share this podcast with a single mom you know who can benefit from the information. Please be mindful that although I'm a licensed professional counselor, this podcast does not substitute a therapeutic relationship. Let's get into episode two, Anxious Attachment and Relationships. In this episode, I will share with you how to identify and address anxious attachment in relationships. I hope you took some time to take the attachment style quiz that's provided in the show notes. If you found out that you have an anxious attachment, this episode is for you. Let me remind you that an anxious attachment style develops from inconsistent care provided to you in your childhood, which creates a fear of abandonment. It's possible that as a child, your caregiver was in and out of your life, which could have been for various reasons. Maybe it was your father who was in and out of your life. For example, maybe you were the little girl whose father was in and out of jail. You never knew when he would be picked up by the police or how long he'd be gone, but you were always excited when he was home. As you got older, all you can remember is that he wasn't always there for you when you needed him, and you never really knew when he would return. So when you were with him, you held on tight, maybe even held your breath knowing that he would leave again, but hoping he would stay. It's likely that you experienced this same anxiety with your partner. If you developed an anxious attachment style, you've probably been criticized and blamed for being too emotional, too clingy, and just being a little too much, if you know what I mean. You may find yourself getting into relationships fairly quickly. You may meet someone and feel like you're instantly falling in love with them within just a few weeks or months. If that's you, be careful. Your anxious attachment and the fear of being alone could be overpowering your ability to clearly evaluate the person that you're dating, which can lead to a toxic relationship in the near future. Let me give you an example of what this could look like in a new relationship. You meet someone on a dating site, and it seems like you're a great match. You might find yourself Googling about them or looking up their Facebook page just to see what they're really about. But you also find that you begin to compare yourself to the women in the pictures they have posted, not even knowing who those women are. They might just be a friend or family member, but it still bothers you. You find yourself wanting to talk to them every day, day and night, If you're honest, any free moment you have, you're constantly thinking about them and waiting for their text. But it always feels like they're taking a little too long to respond, 
even when it's only been a few minutes since you last sent them a text message with a heart or smiling emoji. You fail to see that it's possible they're just busy or taking care of an emergency. Let's face it, you've fallen pretty quick and you know it. But it's too late because you're all in. From the beginning of your relationship or when the person begins to show interest in you, you feel excited and scared at the same time. Maybe you're wondering how long this relationship will last. Or maybe you're wondering if they really like you because you know how you can get clingy. In fact, you sense that you're already doing it. You're becoming anxious, scared, and you're wondering what you got yourself into. You already know this is toxic, but you still want it. Does any of this sound familiar? If it's not your story, I'm sure you can identify one person in your life that this might apply to. Maybe it's your best friend. If so, tell your girl to listen to this episode. Let me give you a few signs that indicate you are working with an anxious attachment in your relationship. A clear sign that you're getting anxious in your relationship is that you feel ignored by your partner, but the truth is they're just busy. You might become obsessed with knowing their daily schedule, wanting to know where they are, who they're with, and what they're doing when they're not with you. You might find yourself questioning if they're cheating on you. Another sign that you might have an anxious attachment is that you're a people pleaser. You're always doing what your partner wants you to do rather than making your own decisions to do what you know is best for you. You may fear that if you don't do what they want, that they're going to leave you. Let me tell you something. This is also a sign of emotional abuse. If your partner is controlling your behavior to the point that you can't think for yourself, this is toxic behavior. And yes, it is emotionally and mentally abusive. If you found that you've changed so much in this relationship because you want your partner to be happy, that you no longer recognize your true self, you're likely struggling with anxious attachment. Let's talk more about toxic behavior in relationships in the form of control. Let me tell you something. Anxiety in relationships can lead to isolation, which is also a form of power and control. Isolation can sneak up on you over time as your partner may say or do things to make you want to ignore or stop talking to your loved ones. As you cling to your partner out of your fear of losing them, you may find yourself losing other important relationships in your life, such as your friends and your family members. Sis, this is intentional behavior that opens the door to abuse. And because you have a fear of abandonment, you will cling to this toxic relationship. Because you've isolated yourself, you have no one else but your toxic partner. The more isolated you become, you may find yourself falling into a state of depression. This is where it gets scary, lonely, and the anxiety in your relationship becomes stronger over time. Being in a state of depression leaves you vulnerable. If this is your situation, listen closely. You don't have to go through this alone. Please take a look at the show notes that will have a resource for you. If you are in an abusive relationship, please refer to this information 
when you are in a safe space to view the website. All right, let's get back to anxious attachment. Your anxiety in the relationship may also trigger unreal, unrealistic ideas about the person and your interactions with them. Remember that feeling you get when you call or text your partner and they don't respond fast enough for you? Where do your thoughts go? Is it typically a negative thought, such as, they must be cheating on me, or I guess they don't like me anymore? If you're not able to identify your anxiety in this relationship, your next step could be damaging. If you act on your fear because they haven't called or texted you back, and you continue to call and text until you get a response, you can create distance in your relationship by showing your partner that you're incapable of being alone and secure. Don't be that girl. One thing to remember is that anxious attachment can show up in other types of relationships, such as a friendship. Have you ever had a friend that always made the decisions in your friendships, such as where you two were going to go, what you're going to do, maybe even how you're going to match your outfits for the day? And were you the friend who always did what that friend said because you were afraid that if you didn't, your friend might not want to be friends anymore? Well, let me tell you, that's a sign of anxious attachment. It's not healthy, and it can be really exhausting being the person with anxiety in the relationship. I want you to consider this. How much time do you spend trying to please the person you're in a relationship with, whether that's a friend or romantic partner? Let's consider if you are the anxious individual dating someone who has avoidant attachment. Your anxiety will continue to push that person away and give them more reasons to want to leave. And they won't seem to care because they value their independence and their space. All that's going to do is feed your anxiety and insecurities. So it's a vicious cycle. Okay, listen up. I have a secret for you. Having anxious attachment is not necessarily a bad thing. I know it's shocking, but let me tell you why. It's because your anxiety is just an indicator that something could be a little off and that could be a way of protecting yourself from danger in your relationship. It's what happens when your fight or flight kicks in. But the danger becomes more obvious when your anxious attachment creates problems between you and your partner. We can fight our anxiety by addressing our fears, but this takes time and practice as we develop communication skills. We will talk more about communication skills based on your attachment style during episode six, but I want you to understand this. Addressing anxiety in relationships requires us to express our fear without being afraid of being punished for telling our truth. Our partner should be able to hold space for our anxious feelings and thoughts when we share them. This can be challenging if you are in a relationship with an individual who is also anxious in their attachment style. Can you imagine two individuals with anxiety in the relationship, always waiting for the other person to hurt and abandon them? It sounds really messy, doesn't it? As I mentioned before, it's perfectly fine to tell your partner how you feel. Today, you have permission to express yourself, with respect, of course. It's perfectly fine to tell your partner that sometimes you get anxious in relationships. As you've listened to this episode, 
I hope you have considered this question. Why do I get anxious in relationships? Remember that attachment theory tells us that we develop our attachment styles based on our relationship with our primary caregiver during infancy and early childhood. So consider that relationship and see if there have been instances where you felt unsafe or possibly abandoned by your caregiver. As Black women, it is not uncommon for us to have been abandoned by our biological fathers. This abandonment in our childhood could have contributed to the development of anxious attachment. Childhood trauma and abandonment are definitely topics to discuss with a licensed therapist who can help you process your feelings and thoughts concerning your childhood and your relationship with the first man in your life, your father. Don't forget, the show notes provides a directory through Therapy for Black Girls to locate a licensed provider near you. I hope you've enjoyed this episode and learned more about yourself or the one you love. Take some time to reflect in your journal or feel free to talk to your partner about what you've learned. In the next episode, I will share with you more details about avoidant attachment in relationships. One thing I don't ever want you to forget, you matter.